Kaufland's abandoned $600 million property portfolio. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I've got my morning shine of coffee. It's the only way to start the day, to be honest. I'm, you may tell if you're a regular, I'm a little addicted to coffee. I thought we'd have a look at a few articles discussing Kaufland's property portfolio. Because, well, when the news broke that they are essentially abandoning expansion plans in Australia, the amount of resources they've invested in Australia just by purchasing property is remarkable. And in some ways, in some ways, this is a good lesson for us to see how to avoid getting trapped by the sunk cost fallacy. And we'll read through that if you're not familiar with it. But it's also, I would argue, a worrying sign for the Australian economy, or really for their confidence in our economy. So let's have a look at these articles. This first one is from real estate, uh, sorry, commercialrealestate.com.au, and it's shared from the Financial Review. So Kaufland exits leaving $600 million property portfolio in limbo. So that just tells you the size of the organization. If they can, I mean, they haven't lost that money. They've invested it here. I wonder if they could recoup it. What's the commercial commercial uh, property sector like at the moment? Last time I was looking at it, there was a lot of empty office spaces in Brisbane. We had clients who were looking at refurbishing assets just to get more tenants. Kaufland spent big and fast, committing more than $600 million to a portfolio of 10 major sites in Adelaide, Melbourne and southeast Queensland within two years of setting up shop in Australia in early 2017, property records show. Its decision to exit was so sudden that yesterday, 24 hours after the announcement, trucks in Adelaide were delivering construction materials for a store that will never open. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, do they want to do that to make sure they still get paid? I don't blame them. I don't blame them. This is going to be another hit for some construction projects. $600 million, well, property. I'm sure the construction was less than that, but still. Before its decision to exit this week, Kaufland Australia had accumulated about 56 hectares of development site, half of which comprised its 115,000 square meter distribution center in Melbourne's north, to which it had committed $459 million and which would provide the backbone to its east coast supply chain. So that's a decent hit to the Victorian economy, I would argue, particularly in that region. It could have been a lot of employment opportunities. Kaufland also had development plans, some approved to build stores in Newcastle, Toowoomba, Bendigo, Warrnambool, and Buran Bin Airport and Chernside Park in Melbourne. From this base, Kaufland hoped to launch its assault on the $90 billion grocery market dominated by Coles, Woolworths, and Aldi. And that would have been a very good thing for each and every Australian. It would have been good for consumers. It would have made a dent in prices. It would have encouraged competition. It's a good thing. It is a very good thing. I mean, Aldi has been a huge shake-up. Huge shake-up. And when we really started, you know, saving money, learning, you know, family grew, 
the difference in Aldi and the, the big brands, it's, it's noticeable. It's noticeable, particularly when you, when you have a big family. Four of the sites are former Bunnings warehouses, three in Melbourne and one on the Gold Coast, acquired from the ASX listed BWP Trust for a combined $74 million, which Kaufland planned to convert into its giant supermarkets. Wow, that, those would have been huge converted into that. I know we have some, some clients who are borrowing our scanning equipment and they're working on projects looking at refurbishing and changing up these Bunnings warehouses. There you go, guys. If you need a scanner for a refurbishment job, you got a point cloud to strike. <laughs> Had to get a plug in there, everyone. Had to. Kaufland also acquired a large retail site in Morayfield, Brisbane for $20 million from financial review rich listers Bob Ellie's leader holdings. With its Australian business abruptly aborted, a Kaufland spokesman said each site would be reviewed on a case-by-case basis. 23 sites in Australia. Highlighting the very sudden decision, he said the company had not yet looked closely at any of its property holdings with its focus on assisting its 200 Australian employees who have lost their jobs. He confirmed Kaufland had around 23 sites across Australia in total. Only a few were under construction. Where there are contracts in place, we will look to either sell them in their current state or complete them and sell them, he said. So this this is a very drastic move, guys. They they didn't just release a press release and then six months later stop. They've invested six hundred million in property. They've employed two hundred people. They've been flying people over to Germany to train them up about the business. They were gonna convert Bunnings all and we've all been to Bunnings, old Bunnings warehouses into huge superstores, guys. Currently under construction are two Kaufland supermarkets in Adelaide, in Forestville, and Prospect, from where Kaufland intended to launch its Australian retail offering. Why Adelaide? Why Adelaide? On Thursday morning, when the Australian Financial Review visited, 20 construction workers from the builder Sarah Constructions were continuing to work at the Kaufland site in Prospect in Adelaide's northern suburbs with deliveries of steel frames and gravel still happening as trucks arrived through the gates and dropped off their loads. Well, as they said, they may just finish these projects off. They may just finish these projects off and sell them. I mean, if you've got, the, you've got everything in place, it doesn't take much just to not put a Kaufland sign on a large format warehouse. The $24 million retail project is one of Kaufland's most advanced, with 9 meter high concrete walls already up and a cement floor in place was to be a prototype and trial store to test various formats for Kaufland's national rollout. One of the site supervisors from Sarah Construction, Mero Totani, said it was business as usual on the site for now, and no further instructions have been received, but he declined to comment further, saying questions would need to go back to the head office. Well, there you go. So I would hazard a guess. I mean, it would be insane for them to stop these projects halfway through, because then you have to demolish it to sell the site. They finish it. They've still got an asset there they can sell. They're adding to the property. Deliveries by Building Products Group Borrell occurred on Thursday morning at the Prospect site. Kaufland late last year announced it would not be proceeding with a separate $24 million retail store in the outer northern suburbs at uh, Mono Paid 
Manopara in Adelaide, which now appears to have been an ominous sign of a rethink of Cal by Calvland of its Australian plans. Proposed construction of a second Adelaide store in the suburb of Forestville at the former Lou Carnu furniture so store site is much less advanced, with the site still being remediated. Josh Charles, executive director at property advisory firm One Commercial, said Kaufland's decision to exit Australia would not have a, a material impact on the industrial and big box retail markets because its distribution and warehousing needs were not as robust as, say, Woolworths. No doubt part of the, their decision process was the difficulties in finding suitable locations, but he said it would be hard for Kaufland to lease its giant Maryfield warehouse because tenant requirements of 100,000 square meters are incredibly rare in Australia. The most likely outcome for that particular pro property is being acquired by a listed property trust who will alter the building to accommodate multiple 20 to 50,000 square meter tenants. The former Bunnings site acquired by Kaufland are mostly in high value, well exposure positions, Mr. Charles said. As of February late last year, Kaufland Australia had accumulated 8 million of leasing commitments, including office space leased from Dexas in the Axe Corporation Park in Mount Waverley. The lease is not material in terms of portfolio income, said a Dexas spokeswoman. Well, that just shows you the size of their, well, the size of Dexas. So let's have a look. Let's just have a look at the sunk cost trap or the sunk cost fallacy. So what is the sunk cost trap? Sunk cost trap refers to a tendency for people to irrationally follow through on the activities that is not meeting their expectations. This is because of the time and or money they've already invested. And I'm sure many investors and many people have fallen for this. I've already put so much money in it, you know, I'll get it back at the end. Maybe that could be to do with our submarine cost or our military investment in things. Sometimes it's hard to cut loose. The sunk Sunk cost trap explains why people finish movies they're not enjoying, finish meals that taste bad, keep clothes in their closet that uh, they've never worn, and hold onto investments that are underperforming. The sunk cost trap is also called the Concorde fallacy, after the failed supersonic Concorde jet program that funding governments insisted on completing despite the jet's poor outlook. So there, that's a little summary of what the sunk cost trap or the Concorde fallacy, I haven't heard it called that, is for everyone. And I will link to this if you want to go through the whole article. But we can see here that Kaufland is not falling for that. They've made the decision to not even enter the market after $600 million. And here's another article from ABC. You know, fears Kaufland pullout will lead to prominent Adelaide sites becoming eyesores. And this is the one that was mentioned in the previous article. You can see they're still just clearing up there. Clearing up the site, remediating the site, doing the civil works. So, we will have to see what this all leads to. I mean, is it a sign of confidence in the Australian economy, everyone? I, I can't say it is. I'm just looking. Consumer confidence, guys, it is trending down. It is trending down. What am I bringing up here? Oh, Tourist Australia. Sorry, guys. I slipped there. Business confidence and business conditions, they're still quite low. So, you tell me. You tell me. What does this say about our, 
of the future of the Australian economy. If a large organization like this hasn't or has seen that it is better for them to exit our market rather than leverage the $600 million investment they've made here. I mean, good for their bottom line, some people are saying. Definitely shows that they have an understanding of the sunk cost fallacy and they're not falling for it. But a little disappointing, really, for consumers and just for some predictions of where this year is going to lead Australia. Let me know what you all think in the comments below, guys. If you're a fan, please like, share and subscribe to the channel. If you'd like to support us a bit extra, we have a Patreon where you can make a monthly donation. We also have the ability for you to join the channel here on YouTube. Whenever you make a donation like that, it usually goes into me purchasing additional equipment, like my stream deck I'm using here to bring up all the charts and things, and I have bought a new action camera, and I'll let you know when that arrives so I can film different things. But I'm thinking particularly for the walkthroughs of some of the visiting the retail locations for the Retail Recession series. And then, I mean, that sounds depressing, doesn't it? And then we also have affiliate links for independent reserve for your crypto traders, Amazon and eBay for your consumer purchases. These are great ways for you to support a content creator if you make an occasional purchase. It doesn't cost you a, a cent, really, and we get an advertising commission. I do the same thing when I've got... There's a game channel I watch worth a buy. I'm buying a computer game or a DLC, which I rarely do these days anymore. I'll go to use one of his referral links because it'll chuck him a couple of bucks, if that. And it all adds up over a year, guys. Yeah. Finally, we have our very own merchandise at the Heiser Says website. You can get Pocket Squares Handmade by Rachel here. Perfect for any function. And if you want to make a direct donation, we have PayPal. Thank you for everyone who helps support the channel. Thank you for all of you that are watching. Take care, guys. And let me know what you think is going to happen this year with well, Kaufland. Is it a sign of the retail recession? Or is it a sign of a very experienced, very old company avoiding a market in trouble? Take care.